0: Welcome to the Me My Thoughts and Eyes podcast, a podcast that's a collection of random thoughts from the scattered brain. I am your host, Jinx, and listener discretion may be advised. Folks, you know what I'm saying? It's like we got a demo tape and nobody want to hear but it's like, this: the South got something to say? That's all I got to say. So a super huge shout-out goes to Jock Nim. Um, He made a dream come true for me. So announcement. I had the great opportunity to be a part of Jock's zine that he put out called Now Zine. So a collaboration of different... Artists and creators. And so I put in, if you've seen my Thoughts and Eyes comic strip I've done, and I've had it posted on, I think, on the Tumblr and the Twitter. um So I, I have two that I made for him. Actually, my first two I did. So about a year and a half ago, yeah, because I think it was around my birthday in 18, he actually put out this call. Hold on, let me back up real quick on a little bit on who Jock is. So jock is a comic creator writer artist uh has his own publishing company not so super pub and he's based out of raleigh i think but he's definitely in the triangle area which is sort of how i found out about i don't remember exactly who put me on game but somebody uh told me about him and i was like oh he's local for me at the time anyway while i was staying in durham and I was like, "Yeah, I'm gonna definitely check it out." And I really rock with the namesake um, comic, "Not So Super," and also there are, I think it was Smorgasbord. Can I say it, <laughs> Smorgasbord? Uh, and there's a couple other ones like that he has out there that I that I really rock with comics. And um, so I just started following him from there. And then he put out this call, so it was around. It was some, I think it was like February of eighteen, and at that point I was already thinking about like I just want to do these comic strips. Like I had already wrote out the scripts, and I had been at the like maybe like the end of twenty seventeen, and I was trying to work with a homie or two to you know that I that I knew knew how to draw, just to get someone else to draw it because I can't draw, and um. So I really was just trying to do that, but it just kept falling through, and and stuff just didn't work out. And and then for like some conversations I had with um some different artists and and comics creators, and and just some other people too. Um, and then some, even conversations with myself, it was really like, man, just just go out there and just put it out. So some folks was really just like, what well, do you think about some of? Cause this is not like a comic book comic book i was doing if you've seen it it's more like a sunday or just a newspaper comic strip and folks are really like even if you look at some of those they're not necessarily the most detailed or what you imagine to be uh extravagant artist work so like don't feel intimidated and i was like yeah you're right you know what like this is a dream i just always wanted to like do a comic strip ever since as far as i can remember i used to draw them back when i was little and um so i was like you know what i got these ideas let me go ahead and start just doing it and just do it myself and so that's what i did and i started putting out and but that was extra motivation really to draw my first two out um because i was kind of starting to get to that point and then i saw jock put the call out saying that he was looking for people because it was his dream that he always wanted to put together a zine um of this caliber and so I was just like, you know what? I'ma I'ma just shoot my shot. Like I waited a while too. Like he put it out. <laughs> and I, I feel like I waited a week. I don't remember. But I was just like, Man, should I try? Like I was like, nah, I ain't gonna be able to get in that. And then I just shot it and I was like, hey, this is what I'm thinking. This is kinda where my artist level is right now. It'll look a little better <laughs> when I spend a little time on it, but honestly, this is where it's at. And he was like, He liked it and then, well, when we put it in, and it's been a while. Obviously, it's been about a year and a half, but it's been able to. He just was able to put it out now, and so I really, honestly, like I've just been climp Like I, wealth of emotions. Like it's just like, oh, this is like dream come true, for real talk. Like, and it's not like I'm. I'm not getting paid for this. It's not like I'm with Marvel and nothing like that. But this is like, for me, this is pretty major. Like this is something that I could say like I've I've always did not even like on no brag type of joint but I think I might have said it in earlier episodes on here but it's right now it's like I'm just trying to check off life goals and just do things that I've always wanted to do and just to get that self fulfillment to be honest like even if you know I start well I need to continue and actually working on Uh, my comments, I have some more that I need to put out, but, and, and even with the podcast, like me doing this is not, not looking for fame and glory or nothing like that. It's just something that I always thought was cool. I always liked, I always wanted to do. So I have the capabilities to do one. Why not do it? It doesn't necessarily mean that I'm going to rise to be a, I don't know, the read of the podcast or to be a Marvel or well, I guess not Marvel because I'm not. Well, I'm kind of looking at some of that stuff too. But to be a Marvel or a um, I want. I don't want to say Jim Davis, um, who who created Garfield. But that's the name that's popping in my mind. But Jim Davis, I just recently found out apparently is like Mike Pence's best friend. So feel a little ways about that. But you know Calvin and Hobbes. Hopefully blanking on the creator's name but that is one of my favorite strips or boondocks of course that uh Aaron Magruder but yeah not saying I'm going to be like the next one of those and and it's quite fine if I don't but it's just like I could say I tried I could say I did it and I just I don't know it's it's, it's a good feeling for me right now um so yeah I'll I include the link in the description to where you can uh, purchase a copy of Nauzine if you so will. Um, it's on Jock's page not so super um, on his site as well as he also has uh, the other comics that I mentioned and more and like Human Scent. When I when I first tried to go on the site, that one was out. So that one looks dope. Um, and I saw he also got in some new prints. So I'm probably go ahead and order a copy of that. But yeah, if you feel so inclined, check out Nauzine. I'm in there, and I will say when you look at it <laughs> if you you if you've seen my strips, you know, like I'm like maybe one or two steps up from stick figures, but when you look at now you're like, oh, this is beautiful, like these are like actual professional, really, really talented artists that are in there, and then you got me, which is like whew, <laughs> but I'm in there, so it's a blessing. I feel good. Um, like I said, yeah, check it out if you feel inclined. And, uh, yeah, just just do stuff. <laughs> I don't know what other way to say it. Like, if it's something you want to do, do it. Like, figure out a way to do it. Of course, I know there's different obstacles that happen in life. But I had to really kind of come to a conclusion. And I started doing that a few years ago. And just realizing that really my biggest block is just my own mental mentality you know that's just that mental block is really what has been holding me back from doing a plethora of things that i really would love to so and yeah <laughs> and and determine your own measures of success and all that as well so and then this is also kind of right on time that that jock dropped um drop the zine because just a, another reminder for me to like get re-motivated to continue pushing forward and and uh making strides and you know achievement levels unlocked and all that good stuff because i was also sort of shying away from doing another activity that i have coming up but then i just sort of like manned up and was like yeah let me sign up for this which that might be something i could talk about more in the coming months depending on how that goes but yeah, so I just wanted to share that. Like I said, the link will be in the description to uh not so super's page, so where you can look at Nalzine, Human Scent, and the rest of his comments. Cause I, I mean, I really like Josh's work myself personally. So, and he's a cool guy. I got I I met him once in person while I was still in the a- area. Got to uh, attend a talk he was doing, which was also very dope. So, yeah, feel good. <laughs> And I also add that I'm not, like, getting paid for this or anything. Like, I, I did it strictly for just the love of it, as everyone else did. And so I'm not saying support only, like, for me to try to get funds. No, just support, support Jock and zine. And because one, I think it's dope it, itself as well as I think what Jock has coming up is probably I'm looking forward to see what else he has going on because, he he said he has a few other things in the works in the queue and I'm I'm looking forward to so he's definitely someone I would say uh, check out and you know if anybody ever there's always these conversations about when it comes to comics and people saying oh there's not enough representation which you know there are representation issues especially when you look at the the big two Marvel and DC but you gotta really realize that there are a lot of uh, diverse and unique stories being told by people like us all the time on small levels and it's really like you know support i won't say local comics but you know support indie there we go that's the word you know definitely support indie creators and and indie comic indie comics as well so so i'm trying to figure out if i don't really know the words to a song and i'm dreaming and it's me and someone else singing a song and in my dream i still don't know the words to the song But the other person do. How did that work out? Okay. So once upon a time, Jenks went to a conservative church. And when I say conservative, I don't mean just like black Southern Baptist conservatives. I mean, uh, Trump maga supporter conservative church. It was one time. Don't judge me. It was accident. I didn't know. I didn't go back. So this was at a time when I was living in North Carolina, which ooh, big surprise that this happened in North Carolina. And I was just kinda on a search for a different church. Someone somewhere that, you know, just kind of worked with me and I really liked. So there was I was I was trying out a few of them. There was quite a bit, which, you know, in the south. Like there's ten churches on every block. So I was trying out a couple. This one was right down the street from me, pretty much walking distance. And it looked like it was kind of it was in a school, but it, it seemed like it was one of these more like progressive white churches, which I've been to a couple before. And like one that I've been put on back when I was living in Sacramento line, I really like um, because main thing, I mean, let's keep it real. They keep services concise and pretty short. And and I appreciate that. I'm tired. Look, I done pay my dues staying in churches three to five hours like growing up. I've done that. I, I'm not trying to do it no more. And then also another thing that I like about these churches is that progressive churches, keep that in mind, not not the conservative one, quote unquote progressive, um, is that they usually like have a lot of service times, which I appreciate because I don't really like going to church at 11 o'clock. I prefer to do eight, nine o'clock services or even a service, like even a Saturday evening. Like I've done that before, too. Like I personally, I like that so that's cool to me a lot of times i mean you know just like any church you gotta figure out if the pastor hitting or not if they able to deliver a word that you know you gonna feel and um really the biggest drawback for any of these churches like well all of them that i've been to so far is the music honestly because that that's the biggest hit (laughs) because lord knows like i i don't get down with all of the christian rock inspirational oh father dear father we love you do we i i, I can't stand that like i, I you know what i'm saying i need them hard singers i need the church rock and feet stumping somebody auntie wig just flew off you know what i'm saying somebody dentist flew. Off. i need that real you know y'all you already know how i get down about that and you, you just not gonna get that from these kind of churches but i digress so I'm thinking this church might be one of these kind of progressive churches. So I'm like, mm, it's right around the way. I'll check it out. Anyway, it's on my list. Um, so I just go to the website and I'm not like looking hard at the website, but I'm looking over the website, just kind of checking it out, mainly for the service times. But I didn't notice any red flags. Like I was like, oh, it looks like these other churches I've gone to. Cool. Probably predominantly. I feel like they use more stock photos in retrospect because I just feel like the photos didn't represent the population now that i'm thinking about it like i felt like there was a little more color in them photos but any i'll get to that so like i said i get the time and so me and my old lady at the time go uh we running a little late so and don't judge me i know i said it's walking distance and i'm running late don't don't judge my life but so we like i said we late so i'm like dang. Let me just hurry up and snag up a part real quick and pull up in there. So I'm not paying attention. I'm not peeping that there are Trump bumper stickers on a lot of these cars. I ain't peeping. (laughs) So we walk up in there. It's like I said, it's in the school. It's in, I guess, the gym, right? Or something like the gym, I think. And walk up in there. And it's not a huge church. It's probably less than 100 people. And I've been to a lot of churches, not a lot, but I've been to a number of churches where it's like really small congregations. Like one of them, matter of fact, which is funny now, it's like super huge. Like they have multiple services that still have overflow. But I remember when I first went there, it was maybe like 30 people in the room um, max. And I've been to a couple other churches like that too, black churches. And so... I know the feeling when you walk in a small church and it's like everybody there knows each other and you are clearly uh, a new person. And it never was like this experience because when I walked up, well, when we walked up in this church, all I like record, skip, scratch, everybody looking at us and I ain't really, it just the vibe was like, ooh, I should turn away right now. Quickly noticed there were no other black people. Until I saw one person come up later. But they were very like, very like, Oh my gosh, we got another Negro. And he was like, Do you do you know James? Did you come no, I don't I don't know James. You wanna meet James? James, come over here and talk to us. Like, I know James ain't y'all brand ambassador. He just happened to be the only black person here and y'all trying to bond James off. I don't want to talk to James. Like but luckily James is coming over, but then service starts. So I was like cool, we're just gonna go ahead and sit down and listen to service. So, so far, though, pretty much, outside of, you know, that weird vibe right there, I was like, felt pretty much like a lot of these other churches. I was like, okay, it's just a much, pretty much all white population. Whatever. That ain't surprising. So, I mean, at this point, I'd already made up my mind. I wasn't coming back. But I was like, well, we're here. Let's hear the word. Because I need to be in church. So... And the pastor comes on. And it's like I said. It's one of these more like it's lax. People in jeans. Pastor might have been wearing jeans. Or something like that. It's one of these things. So I'm just like okay. Cool. Let's hear what he got to say. Start talking. I don't really remember. What. This sermon was about. But. It took a turn. From what he started off. So he started talking off about. Whatever. And then. It just turned homophobic. And I was like. Huh. (laughs) And, but the way it happened was, it wasn't like he just started firing brimstone and stuff like you would think. It was a very, I guess you could say calculated, um, you know, sermon or whatever. It was very calculated. Like he started off and the language he was using, the way he was talking, he started off sounding as if he was in support. Of the LGBTQIA community, right? That's how it started, and I was—that's why I like—I was like, "Huh, weird turn. I don't know how we got here, but I guess that's cool. If you know, you're talking about your support for the community, and that's how he like—that's how he started off. But then he just kept baby stepping, little steps here, little steps there, until you get to the end of the sermon, and he's basically saying. All this super homophobic stuff, like, oh, I support the community, but God doesn't, and I'm like, whoa, like, whoa, whoa, <laughs> how did we get it? like? I mean, so basically on that end, it was like service ended, and I was like, cool, we out, um, try to get out here before like they threw James on us again. James, go get the, go get your niggas, James. And like, so <laughs> James over here trying to talk to us. And I'm like, nah, I'm cool. He's like, yeah, man, we're going to see you back and all that. He's like, yeah, man, reach out to me, hit me up. And I was like, cool, I'll call you. He's like, but I, I don't got your number. I'll call you, bro. And <laughs> It was like, boom, we dip out. And this is when I noticed all the Trump stif- stickers. And, you know, need to say, I never went back. But it, it, it just made me think about how like with a lot of these uh, white supremacist bigots, all around bigots, um, that the way they they communicate, like you hear, I heard about it at that point, and, and when people talk about like the um, uh, what's that dude name, like a Richard Spencer or a David Duke, who um, was a Grand Wizard at one point, but people talk about how a lot of these folks. They wanted to basically change the image of uh, white supremacy and, you know, all these Tiki Torch dudes and stuff like that is in that they want to put on a more diplomatic display. They don't want to have this face of like we're angry races shouting in your face, burning crosses. They wanted to, you know, they wanted to change their image to infiltrate better, which they have. And I guess works in some cases. And. So that that just sort of, you know, it's like I heard, I mean, I hear people talk about it. I'm like, yeah, I don't, I don't doubt it. But I guess that was my first one-on-one experience with it to see sort of like how some of these folks operate. And I was like, huh, you learn the lingo, you learn the language. And you use it in a sense to like make yourself sound like you are a, I guess you could say a quote-unquote ally or something like that. But then you very much. Like I said, he just kept taking steps, taking steps further and further away to get into this same narrative that we always hear from it. Because, I, I, I mean, I wouldn't suggest doing it. Uh, there's no need to. Like, we all know what bigots, like, their message is. And we all know that because we've been hearing it forever. We've been subject to it for generations. Like, we know what they're talking about. We know where they're coming from. We don't want to hear it no more. But it is interesting. To be in that space and just to see how it goes down, because I think some people, at least when you hear it, the way they talk about it, whether this is, say, black people or or, you know, I say, depending on what situation you're looking at, oppressed and unoppressed people like some of them really just think, oh, no, racists or whoever are only folks. They like they they got to screaming out the top of their lungs that they hate this group of people you know and they gotta be real volatile with it but it was like you no know, some people will sweet talk that shit thank you for listening to the me my thoughts and eyes podcast you can find me wherever you like to listen anchor soundcloud google podcast itunes spotify etc feel free to follow me on twitter at thoughts and eyes that's i spell e-y-e-s Check out my blog on WordPress, MeMyThoughtsAndEyes.wordpress.com. Feel free to send me an email at me, my thoughts and eyes at gmail.com. Don't forget to like, subscribe, and comment. And feel free to hit me up with any feedback or criticisms you may have. Once again, thank you and be blessed.